1: You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is and Cassis for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. We're in Newcastle here, post-fight interview with Mr. Eddie Hearn. Right, well, first of all, what was going on with the ref there?
0: Well, I mean, uh, got to see Lewis lose the fight. I don't know, it was a strange one with with the towel. Um, his dad threw the towel in and it was kind of ignored by the ref i don't know whether he saw it or he didn't see it steve gray's a fantastic referee but then he picked the towel up out of the ring and threw it out of the ring i don't know i don't know i don't know it was very strange but you know it was it was irrelevant in in the the way the fight was going it was irrelevant in the way the fight ended great performance by uh, jeremiah ponce it was just too good and too strong and too relentless for lewis ritson tonight in the first round, he hit him with an absolute peach of a body shot and he never really recovered from that. He tried and he tried and he tried, but uh, he got overrun in the end and, uh, you know, disappointing defeat.
1: What's the case with Lewis Richardson? It hasn't quite looked the same fire since moving up from lightweight, where he literally took everyone out domestically and it was really impressive. but. What what's been the
0: problem in your opinion? You know, it's probably two things in that respect. It's you know is it that the move to 140 pounds, he's not carrying the same kind of power that he did at 135 pounds, or is it that it's the level he's operating? You know, at 135 domestic level, he was looked like a wrecking machine power wise. Moved to 140, he hasn't looked like the same kind of puncher, but has been operating at a higher level. Um, you know, and, and sometimes you can dominate at, at British level and. You know, good win against Robbie Davis, but when you get onto that world level, sometimes you're just not quite there and you know, tonight was one of those nights as you know, it was a different kind of fight to Vasquez, of course. It was it was a fantastic fight, it was a great pace. And I was hoping that Ponce would tire and you know, probably after three rounds, four rounds, I thought, Oh, we start to but you know, Lewis was taking too much punishment and he didn't have anything in the tank to push on in the championship rounds anyway, or as they approach the championship rounds. So Know, Ponce was young and fresh and you know he came, he came to win and he was a deserved winner. Ponce now
1: becomes a mandatory challenger yeah. to Josh Taylor. Josh Taylor's situation after his WBO situation with Jack Cattrall, we'll see what happens if Ponce fights. But a little bit unknown coming into this, has got a good record but couldn't really tell too much about Ponce. But he looked decent tonight.
0: Yeah, no, look, come with a good reputation um, and... You know, a couple of good fighters coming out of Argentina now, Brian Castano, and people talk well of Ponce as well. And he's young and fresh, and he had plenty in the tank. You know, other fighters that might be approaching, you know, the, the back end of their career might have gassed out after five or six rounds. But Ponce had an engine full of fuel, and, uh, you know, he wasn't going to be denied tonight.
1: Let's kind of run through the rest of the card. Um, Thomas Patrick Wald is... <laughs> He called her, uh, the longest unbeaten record in British boxing mm. matching Tyson Fury tonight but when you look through Thomas's record it's just there's a fight there that he craves that he hasn't had yet so is there anything you can do there to kind of get him a good
0: fight yeah he deserves one doesn't he i mean he's, he's a very good fighter technically sound i mean he's not someone you know the style wise you're going to you're going to pick you know he needs to be fighting those guys that just want to come forward i think him against Navaretti is a really good fight. Is Navarrete going to look at Thomas Patrick Ward and say, I'll fight him? No, he, had, he doesn't have that kind of style. He's very tricky. He's, he's technically gifted, and he's awkward. So um, you need to get him into a mandatory position. And he's right there with the governing bodies. He's got to take a risk now in a final eliminator. He's, he's ready to fight anyone. And, you know, he's, he's deserved of a world title shot, in my opinion. So I'd love to see him fight for one this year. Let's talk about the heavyweights, uh Babbage, very, very
1: vocal about Nick yeah. Webb in his, his post fight, saying that Nick Webb doesn't want it, etc., etc. Um, a good win for Solomon Dakers tonight as well, so we just round up the heavyweights yeah, tonight.
0: Yeah. Savage was great. I mean, he's uh, highly entertaining. And shout out to Damien Chambers as well. You know, took the fight at a week's notice. Uh, and actually, I think, was it the fourth round stoppage? In the third round, I was thinking, oh, he looks like he's finding his feet here, and, and Savage might be tiring, but him with a peach of a left hook. And Alan Babich is a lot of fun. You know, I love the way he's talking about fighting between cruiserweight, bridgeweight and heavyweight. I mean, really, he can make cruiserweight. But he knows that the big fights and the big money are at heavyweight. And that's where he wants to operate as well. So looking to get him back out of fight camp. Um, you know, I want to see him step up. The Nick Webb fight is a fight that we'd like to make. Have you dismissed that now? Yeah, I mean, we, had a, we tried to get Nick Webb on this card. It's not really any fault of anyone's, to be honest with you. He was going to be having almost a run out. We tried to get him to fight Sokolowski. Uh, he didn't want to fight him within that, the deal that we had. And, you know, it was probably due a slightly easier fight than that. But anyway, it, it, if he wants to step up and fight Alan Babich at fight camp, more than happy to do it. Um, and that's the kind of fight that Alan Babich needs tonight. Solomon Daker's good performance, stopping a very tough kid. Um, he needs a little rest now because I know he's had two fights in a month but he's been training for about five months waiting on his licence um, Cyrus Pattinson I thought was fantastic great support here tonight for him um, and also April Hunter with a good win and great to see Joe Laws getting back to winning ways. Box nice against Chris Hadaway and um, yeah all, all done and dusted and we roll on to a big day on Monday
1: Big day on Monday um, can we address whether you had a little bit of a mare over the weekend or not
0: <laughs> with the notepad? The people notepad. Say me, people say to me, Ed, why do you use a notepad? Let me tell you why I use a notepad. Because every day, I write down the cards that I'm planning. Dazlin? Oh, mate? My- <laughs> every day, I write down the shows, the fighters, the plans, the future opponents. And this is why, when I do a press conference, you will never see me with any notes you will never see me with an Tokyo, because it comes from here and it comes from here. Now, the geezer on great north-eastern trains who had a selfie and exposed half of the fight camp card. The it, potential fight camp card. Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, some of those fights are done. Some of them aren't. Some of them aren't happening. Some of them are happening. But it was, not you know, people were phoning me up going, that's brilliant what you did there. I said, i like, what? Say well, obviously you don't have a note. Uh, who has a notepad? I was like, yeah. So you just got it in a picture, and obviously it, everyone's talking about it. So I'd love to claim that it was a great publicity stunt, but um, yeah, Monday, a uh, big press conference at the HQ to announce uh, pretty much all of the fight camp cards the three weeks. So looking forward to it.
1: Mm. All right, I'm not going to. We've got Monday, so I'm not going to start going. Is this fight happening? That fight happening? I'll send the list regardless before that, but. Um, yeah, we'll look forward to Monday. I will ask you about, um, I'm sure you were have seen Bob Aram's comments about yourself over the last couple of days.
0: Yeah, um, well quite, roughly something like, it was my fault, because I was greedy with Saudi. I mean, this is a guy, he's unquestionably the greediest man I've ever met in my life, Bob Aram. But it's all very strange. Just, just to put it into perspective, we asked for a deal from Saudi with the approval of all the parties of what they wanted are you happy to accept this number yes, go and ask them for that Eddie, I went and asked them for that, they said yes there was no going back for more money or give them TV it was all agreed between the parties, he is talking absolutely, in fact he he needs to go, what was it Naz said you just need to go, just finish just finish. Because what, what on earth is he talking about? We all agreed a number to propose to the Saudis. We proposed it. They said yes. There was no other negotiation after that. There was no change. There was no asking for more money. There was nothing. And he's basically saying that, um, oh, if he would have moved a bit quicker, then we could have got it in before the arbitrator's decision. That was an app. I mean, and it's taken him, what, three weeks to come out with that? So anyway, look, don't worry about Bob Aron we've got to focus on AJ's career um, and yeah I mean, you've only got to look at the comments online to see what people think and thank
1: Fury made some comments I think in an article with uh, Jeff Powell in the mail did you see those ones?
0: Uh, I saw old Benson tweeted it something I think one was a bit of a compliment and then the other one was I kept announcing it so I get egg on my face because I've got a big mouth or something like that yeah I mean I was trying to give people updated you ask me every single day so I'm, I'm telling you the truth about what's happening. And it was on the verge of being announced. In fact, I mean, he announced it, actually. So, sorry, Tyson Fury announced the fight and it didn't happen. I guess he got a bit of egg on his face as well. I don't really care about egg on the face. I'm just trying to get a deal done and trying to get the fight for Anthony Joshua. So it is what it is.
1: When are you hopeful that you will
0: be able to be in a position to announce Joshua's fight with Alexander Xander Usyk? Um, well, we sent an agreement to Alex Krasik, I think, on... Wednesday or Thursday, so we're just waiting for the comments And that. I don't expect um, many comments, you know, most of the terms are agreed, so hopefully we get it done this week.
1: You've announced a deal uh, that starts on the 26th of June
0: with Canelo, your old yeah, mate. Me, mate. Me, mate, Canelo and Eddie. No, it's, a, it's, a, um, it's an honour, actually, and I can't wait, June 26th in Guadalajara. Um, I sat down with Canelo and Eddie Reynosa and I just said, look, obviously we're taking over the world and um, mexico is a big part of where we'd love to be it's a strong market we love the passion there we love the fighters there would you bet would you be my partners there and they both said yes we start uh, on guadalajara june 26th there will be at, at least four shows in the next six months and obviously moving forward over the years the aim is just to bring the world champions back to Mexico and let the young fighters uh, have a chance. Canelo and Eddie Reynoso are very passionate about giving young Mexican fighters opportunities. And this is what this will do and it's the first of many markets that we will enter over the next couple of months.
1: Okay. A quick one, just while he's there. Do you think that Darren Barker would beat Jake Paul today? Yes. (laughs) Did you hear that? What you just said? Would you you beat Jake
0: Paul? It's a good
1: fight though. He says he'd need a four oh, month camp.
0: It, is that it, what yeah. he said?
1: He said You he said you did. need a four month camp, didn't you?
0: It's only, no, like weeks. it's only the rounds, isn't it? Like, yeah, it is. yeah it's, it's is. not, you know, it's like, we know that he could, um, oh, what about, would yeah, you let him fight again? Matter. No. <laughs> so yeah. It's an exhibition, would you do that?
1: Huh? Against Jake Paul. Yeah, I want to be a winner. Yeah. Eddie, we will see you Monday at the party. It's not a party. No. It's a press conference. I've uh, heard different. All we want to
0: do is party. Come, Matchroom HQ, let's have a party Monday. There's, there's a lot of parties coming, trust me. I've
1: heard about the other one coming in July as well. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. there is. Yeah, there's a lot, of, no, but there's a lot of parties coming.
1: Um, just the final, final one. This is your last show with Sky yeah. today in Matchroom, mm-hmm. so just a word on that.
0: Yeah, look, it's been a, a brilliant partnership. Um, can never say a bad word about Sky, the team. Um, you know, Adam Smith... Uh, the commentary team, the production team, Jonathan Licht. Um, I want to really thank Barney Francis because without him, we wouldn't have been in this position. And, you know, it's, it's an amicable split. We just needed a, a broadcast partner that, that could help us achieve our goals and share our vision. And that requires a lot of ambition, a lot of money. Um, the ability to give us the creative input across the production that we need, the ability to allow our fighters to be in the fights that will help them achieve their dreams and their legacies, will help them box internationally all around the world. And, um, you know, it's, it feels like the right time. You know, wonderful 10, 11 years at Sky and, and 25 beyond that. But now's the time. Now's the time we take the sport to the new level with the zone.
1: And your reaction to
0: their announcement yesterday? Good. I mean, any, you know, I'm glad they're staying in the sport. You know, you've got the top rank stuff coming in in the, in the um, early hours of the morning. You've got Boxer. I'm sure, you know, that's a good opportunity for someone as well. So, you know, I'm sure, um, you know, they'll continue to stay in boxing and brilliant that they're still supporting it with, with, with us going. Eddie, we'll see you Monday and uh,
1: speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast.